Bidzy Small Business Society number 136. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Joining me today is David Kyles-Williams. David is a young and upcoming entrepreneur, published author, and founder of Lion Hearts and Eagle Eyes Publications. His latest book, An Eagle Eye with a Lion's Heart, acts as a motivational tool for people to express themselves freely. David's decision to self-publish his books led him to create his publishing company that also offers a mentorship program to other dedicated authors and entrepreneurs. Welcome, David. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Hey, thank you for the, uh, for the intro, man. I definitely appreciate it. Um, a little bit more about myself. Uh, prior to, you know, um, entrepreneurship, I jumped around a lot. Um, I, I jumped around a lot trying to figure out what suited me. And some of the things that I was getting into or was dipping my feet into um, were security guard, working at Macy's. Um, I had actually wanted to be an astronaut at one point. Uh, then I went from that to a firefighter. Then I went from firefighter to police officer. So I, I explored quite a bit before I came to the conclusion that entrepreneurship was what I wanted to do. And what kind of pushed me in that direction was, um, seeing my grandfather and how he lived and the fact that, um, entrepreneurship is, is kind of in the bloodline of my family and all of the men in my family have some type of business that they own or that they're starting, um, which to me I thought was uh, really kind of profound because prior to that, like I said, I had no idea that um, that entrepreneurship was something that I was going to do. Um, and my grandfather played a big part in that as he had his own um, nonprofit organization. He had his own uh, TV repair shop. Uh, he invested in real estate, and he also had a construction business. When I when I found out that he had all of that stuff going on, and I saw that um, the lifestyle that he had for himself, because he lived in Mississippi, um, 
it was kind of one of those pick up the torch kind of moments. It, it was kind of like, okay, um, I see what what he worked towards and the lifestyle that he had for himself. So I'm going to find my own businesses to start and I'm going to do the same thing with things that work for me and things that work for um, my personality and how I deal with people. Because I have a very um, like laid back approach most of the time unless it's something that I really want to do. Um, and I just found a way to express that, you know, and it started off with books and then it slowly but surely went from books to the other ventures that I have going on. Um, right now I'm, I'm focused on setting up my fragrance line. Um, that is some, that is another business within itself, um, which is called free flowing passions incorporated. And that's my main business right now. Um, but I'm also getting into champagne as well. But right now I'm focused on fragrances. Great stuff. Lots going on, David. Now, take me back. How did you identify those strengths before you actually jumped into entrepreneurship? What was the opportunity that you saw when you told yourself that you wanted to help others become published authors and you wanted to help other people with their businesses? Um, well, actually, uh, when I first uh, made the decision to become a self-published author, I had a lot of network marketing opportunities. Um, a lot of people in network marketing um, were seeking me out, you know, because they saw how I worked. They saw that I like to get stuff done. So they were seeking me out to work with them. Um, I did not sign up with those businesses only because I feel that, especially in network marketing, you should get to know the person first before you um, pitch them your business or pitch them your idea or things like that, you should get to know the person first. And that was one of the things initially that um, turned me off from network marketing because a lot of people were more concerned with signing me up in their business than actually um, getting to know me personally and finding out would I, would I get along with the people on their team? Would I be passionate about the things that you're asking me to sell? And these are just these are just simple questions that I that I've grown to ask people, you know, and that's kind of what pushed me to kind of just do my own thing and start my own publishing company, um, which has become pretty successful on its own. Actually, um, I actually am mentoring somebody or well, two people that are working on their own books, you know, and I like the idea of being hands on, but also being able to. Um, kind of give people their space, you know, whenever they ask for it or whenever they need it, I kind of just back off and let them uh, work and concentrate. And then when they need help, they know that I'm here to help, you know, and I found that uh, that I work better that way. You know, I don't I don't really work well with um, trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I felt that um, I felt that with the people that were asking me to join network marketing, that's what they had wanted me to do. You know, try and keep up with everybody else, um, work at everybody else's pace. And um, and getting into self-publishing allowed me to kind of slow down a bit and just concentrate on one thing at a time. So that's what that's what kind of pushed me in that direction of self-publishing. Yeah, sounds like you built it out of necessity for sure. Now, David, talk about some of the challenges that you faced, whether in business or otherwise, like with self, the self-publishing business, the fragrance line, the champagne line. 
the mentorship program, anything at all, but what sticks out in your mind as the biggest challenge you had to embrace and overcome? Um, the, the biggest challenge uh, by far um, in any business, rather, I have, that I have personally faced is um, people not following up with, the, with what they said they were going to do. Um, people telling you that they're going to buy from you or they're going to message you or inbox you on Facebook. Um, and then when the time comes, it just doesn't happen. Um, that was something that took me a little bit of time to get used to. I used to be very um, not, not confrontational in the sense where I would start anything, but confrontational in a sense where if you told me that you were going to do something, I would stay on you until you got, until you got it done, until you did what you said. And unfortunately, that's not always the best way to handle it because sometimes people may feel as if uh, you're hounding them or, or whatever the case may be. So I've learned to um, kind of keep a cool head or, keep, or be cool, calm, and collected about um, the fact that it just comes with the territory and not everybody is going to do what they say that they're going to do. So that was my main challenge in my businesses and starting up my businesses. Yeah, look, it's a numbers game, especially online. Only a small percentage of people, it seems, are really going to do what they say they're going to do. Right, David? Right, absolutely. You know, and that, like I said, that's something that, that I did struggle with, you know, because I, I like to be um, straight to the point. I, I like to be honest and straight to the point. So when I'm dealing with people that are not honest or straight to the point, it is nerve wracking and it is very frustrating. So, so I've learned to kind of deal with it differently. You know, I've learned to kind of give people their space um, and give them time to get back to me um, versus um, making it seem like I'm, a, I'm on top of them all the time because I don't like people being on top of me all the time. For sure. So, so David, how do you internally then deal with that struggle? I've learned, I've learned to kind of remove my emotions from business. You know, I've learned not to let my emotions get involved in my business decisions. Um, and that was something too that, that, that I struggle with because um, when I'm passionate about something, it just comes out. I, I can't always control how I react to it because I'm passionate in the moment. So, so I've learned to control it a little bit better than I did before. Um, one of my ways of controlling this passion is by listening to uh, to music, I listen to music with no lyrics in it because I found that that's a much better way to relate to you know what I'm going through or the music that I'm listening to. So I it speaks I, your language, right? Right, exactly, exactly. Even though there's no language in it, which is uh, you know <laughs> kind of ironic. But <laughs> <laughs> now, David, what rewards do you take away from entrepreneurship? Why is it so great to be David Kyle's Williams? Um, one of the one of the main rewards that I that I personally get from um, from entrepreneurship, um, aside from aside from money, removing money out of the equation, um, is the responses that I get from people. You know, it, it's the res it's it's mainly the responses that I get. You know, I, I see um, even with my book, I see the reviews that people leave me. Um, on my fragrance, um, I have testimonies. So I see the testimonies that people leave me. Um, I see the reactions to people when I tell them that I'm coming up with uh, a champagne line or whatever other business that I may be coming up with. 
And the reactions are enough for me to keep going with my business ideas. Like, um, I remember when I first started out, um, and I'll start off with books because that's where I started. Um, I remember somebody had left a review on Amazon um, saying how much my book had uh, changed their perspective. And they didn't realize they were an introvert until they read some of my book. So it's it's small things like that that keep me going and that have made me uh, love what it is that I do. So it's more so... It's more so the reviews. It's more so, you know, the testimonies and um, what people tag me in on Facebook. Uh, even some people's tags and stuff like that on Facebook that they that they send me. Um, that's what motivates me to to keep going with entrepreneurship. It's more so about the reviews. The money will come, so I'm really not worried about that. I'm more focused on um, what people think of of my products and my book and my champagne line and whatever else that I have going on. Since we're since we're on the topic, David, let's talk about your book. What do you talk about in your book, An Eagle Eye with a Lion's Heart? Um, mainly, as a, as the title suggests, um, it's about introverts and how they deal with entrepreneurship. Because I found that in entrepreneurship, they said that you're supposed to be outgoing, right? You're supposed to be talkative and outgoing, but not everybody is outgoing. Like some people prefer to work by themselves. Some people prefer to keep to themselves until they're comfortable enough with the people that they're talking to. So I wanted to, I wanted to capture entrepreneurship from the perspective of an introvert and somebody who keeps to himself until he's comfortable with the people that he's talking to. So I wanted to give it a different perspective. You know, it's, it's familiar territory because it is entrepreneurship, but, um, just a different perspective. Do you have a couple of different uh, strategies that you would recommend to that introverted entrepreneur, just that introverted person, about putting themselves out there and you know uh, doing some effective networking, for instance? Um, my main piece of advice is to not not be not be forced into peer pressure by outgoing entrepreneurs if you if you know any, you know, because it it. A lot of times you can see um, friends like who like to talk and that kind of thing. You can see them uh, going out and networking uh, all the time, and it can make you feel as if that that's what you have to do. Um, when in reality, that's not what you have to do. It's more of a choice. You know, if if you want to do that, you can do that, but you don't necessarily have to follow what the next person is doing tit for tat. Um, you can kind of put your own spin on it, and also. Um, obviously, obviously speak up, you know, speak up when you feel it's something that you should speak up about. Um, and then another piece of advice uh, that I would give is do not rush the process. You know, everybody's process is different. And I have found that, you know, from uh, my experience in network marketing and, and kind of dealing with that and transitioning from that to doing my own thing is that um, sometimes you have to just go with the flow. You know, it's not always about, uh, planning. Well, technically it is about planning, but not all the time, you know? And, and I think as entrepreneurs, we get caught up in planning almost everything. And sometimes it's just best to just go with the flow. 
Now, I want to challenge you a little further on this, David. So in a landscape that rewards that extroversion, how do we stand up and make sure that our voice is heard as an introvert? How do we make sure that our message is heard and our passion is felt? Honestly, I, I think if you base it off of vibes and body language, because you can usually tell how a person will react to you by their body language or by their vibes. And I study, I study vibes. If you pay attention to a person's vibes and body language, that will usually tell you how you should act. You know, it's not really... Um, and that is a good question, by the way. Thanks for the question. Thank you. Yep, thanks. I do think that... I do think that it's important to kind of know what works for you, you know, and this is what we were talking about before, but I think that it's important to know what works for you and not really, um, like I said, getting caught up in the Joneses, you know, so it's important to know yourself, um, know yourself before anybody else can tell you about you. Um, which is why I had, before I got into entrepreneurship, I had different books and things that I read. Um, so it wasn't something that I just jumped into. You know, it was something that I did research on. It was something that I read books about. Um, and I found books that worked for me. And from there, I um, used that and applied it to my businesses. So it's, it's more so about finding out what works for you rather than doing what works for other people and thinking that it'll work for you, if that makes sense. Yep, love it. And I think there's something to be said about that calm, collected, quiet confidence too, right? Right, exactly. You know, um, that took me some time to build up. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um, in school, I was uh, teased quite a bit. So it took me it took me a little bit of time to develop that that confidence. But now that I've developed it, it puts people in a position to... Uh, to talk to me, to want to talk to me. Um, because prior to that, I was very, uh, I guess you could say timid, whereas now I'm a little bit more, um, uh, as you said, calm but confident. You know, So it's, it's important to have that confidence because if you don't, um, people will take advantage of you for it if they sense that that you don't have that much confidence or that you don't have any. They will take advantage of you. So it's important to have it, uh, most definitely. Yep, definitely hear that. Yeah, and like you said earlier, I think uh, body language is so key. Eye contact is key. And just even the tone of your voice when you actually do speak up, very, very important. So, David, I want to move on here. Now, I want to ask you this. How do you most effectively engage with and grow your customer base? And I'm looking for you to help the up-and-coming entrepreneur understand a few things about gaining some traction out there. Sure. Um, well, one of the main things that I use a lot is Facebook. You know, I... I um, I do understand that people have mixed feelings about Facebook. You know, hey, man, that's where we connected, right? <laughs> right, exactly. And I, I do understand that some people have mixed emotions about Facebook. Some people feel that um, Facebook is mostly drama, and some people feel that Facebook helps their business. But, but at the end of the day, it's, it's all up to you. Nobody tells you who you should add. Nobody tells you who you should talk to. Nobody tells you um, the posts and different things that you should post. Like it's it's all about freedom of choice at the end of the day, you know. And I use Facebook mainly for uh, my business ideas, you know. And that's one way that uh, 
upcoming entrepreneurs could use it. Um, and then I also, I attend networking events. So I'm, I'm very active on um, this website uh, called meetup.com, which is basically for, um, for networking. And what hap- what basically what you do is it's free. It's free to sign up. And basically what you do is you create an account and then you tell them uh, the things that you're interested in. So, for example, um, if you're interested in starting a business, if you would uh, find groups for entrepreneurship, if you're interested in astrology, you would find groups that are geared towards the Zodiac. Um, if you're looking for love, you would find groups that are geared towards like romance and like speed dating and those kind of groups. I've not used it, David. Does it sort of customize your experience based on what you've put in when you're creating your profile or? Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it does. Um, and then based on what you choose, it sends you emails related to those groups. Ah, okay. Yep. So I, so I have found that, um, that to be really useful, especially when I was first starting out, uh, as an entrepreneur, I did use meetup a lot. Um, and then of course there's other websites for networking as well, like eventbrite.com. Um, but I mainly use Meetup because I found found it to be most effective. But it's basically about a combination of online and offline marketing. You know, um, finding the right people on Facebook will skyrocket your business um, because I'm pretty sure you're familiar with six degrees of separation. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, that is something that I have found a lot of like-minded people from which is, you know, they may see something that I post uh, on their friends, on their friends page, or they may be friends with somebody who knows me or, some, or something like that. So it usually, that's usually how it goes. So I would tell upcoming entrepreneurs to keep in mind that you never know who's watching what you do, which is something also that I learned as well. Um, always be mindful of what it is that you say on Facebook, because as you know, once you put it out there, you can't take it back. Man, it's there forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, I've learned to be a little bit mindful of what it is that I say, you know, on Facebook. Um, so those are just a few tips, you know, of course I have more tips, but those are just a few tips that, that I would tell the upcoming entrepreneurs that to basically, um, use a combination of online and offline marketing and be mindful of what it is that you say on Facebook. Awesome. Thanks for those, David. And uh, we'll be sure to gather your contact information and uh, allow our listeners to connect should they want to learn uh, more of your strategies. So, David, talk about the importance of a coach or a mentor in business or in life. Um, it is very important to have a coach you know, or mentor. Um, as I was explaining to you before, prior to having a coach or mentor, I was very reluctant to get a coach or a mentor. And that was because of past experiences, uh, you know, of um, putting my trust in people. And then when the time came for them to do something, they would never get it done. So as a result, that limited my trust in people and made me not want a coach or a mentor initially to begin with. But now that I've kind of put my pride to the side, um, and that's another thing in entrepreneurship. You cannot have an ego, you know, you can't, um, expect to know all the answers. You can't expect to, um, 
to do everything by yourself. You know, I can't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> you do need help, you know, and that's one of my main lessons that I've learned also. But it is very important to have a coach or a mentor, you know, because it, it gives you it gives you guidance and it gives you like a sense of direction. Um, and I know that uh, there is a very special mentor that comes to mind. Uh, her name is uh, Jill Ashley Narain. She lives up in Canada as well. And she was very influential in encouraging me to get a vision board. Um, because prior to talking to her, I did not have a vision board. I had stuff written down. I had stuff. I knew what I wanted to do. I had stuff written down. Um, I knew, you know, certain things and certain, this certain type of lifestyle that I wanted, but I did not have a vision board. And she, she encouraged me to, um, get a vision board. Um, I told her that I like, you know, nice cars and that kind of thing. So she encouraged me to go to, um, like car dealerships and just walk into the car dealership as if I was going to buy something to kind of, <clears throat> to kind of get the feeling of what it will be like when I actually do go and buy what it is that I want. So she encouraged me to do all of those things, you know, so having a mentor or coach is very important um, because it kind of gives you somebody to hold you accountable for your, for your actions when you don't feel like doing anything. So it is very important to have a coach or a mentor. And I have benefited greatly from, um, from Jill Ashley Narain's mentorship and how she helped me, um, to push me in the direction that I'm going in. Is there anybody else that you follow online specifically or? Uh, yes, there's also um, somebody else by the name of, uh, Daniel Smith, uh, Daniel D Smith. Um, he is in network marketing, um, and he basically encouraged me to do more action and less talking. Um, cause prior to that, I was basically talking about what I wanted to do and what I was going to do. Um, but I didn't take action on it until much later. So he encouraged me to take action, um, and basically let my action speak for me, you know, instead of instead of always telling people what I was going to do, he encouraged me to actually get out there and just do it and let my actions speak for themselves. Pretty sure Daniel's also in my social media network too. So cool. Is he? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to be jumping around here towards the end of the interview, David. So forgive me for that. The next question is this, do you love to win or hate to lose and why? Uh, I love to win, you know, um, and my reason for loving to win is because, it keeps up uh, my momentum. Now, I, un I understand that that losing is just a part of it. You know, losing is something that you cannot control. Um, so I don't believe that there's any uh, losing situations. It's either it's either you win or you learn. You know, there's really no losing situation. So, but I do love to win, though, you know, and I learn from my losses. So there's really no losing situation. At least I don't think so. Now, give our listeners something actionable. David, what do you do to wind down after a long or stressful day? Uh, one of the things that I do to wind down is read. Um, I love to read. I'm, I'm big into reading books. So some of the books that I, that I personally read, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, The Entrepreneur Mind. Uh, for those that don't know, for, for those that don't know about that book, you should 
Go look it up on Amazon. You won't regret it. Um, another book that I've really gotten into is How to Be a Billionaire, Proven Strategies from the Titans of Wealth. And basically, um, some of the people that they talk about in How to Be a Billionaire is uh, people like Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and John D. Rockefeller, um, just to name a few. Um, and it, it goes into great detail about how they amass their wealth, you know, and how they work towards um, however much money they have. You know, I know that they said that Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett is very uh, frugal when it comes to his money. He doesn't um, spend frivolously. You know, he's very... Well, like, yeah, man, you don't get rich by writing checks, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and so that, those are just a few few of the books that I read. Um, I do watch TV a little bit, but it depends on what's on TV. Um, I watch a lot of Shark Tank and Undercover Boss uh, just to see how how I can apply those things to my business and my businesses. Um, me personally, I love Undercover Boss. That's one of my favorite shows. Um, but I mainly read, though. That's really what I'm into right now It's just mainly reading. For sure. Man, I love Shark Tank. And if you haven't seen it, uh, there's a Canadian version of Shark Tank called Dragon's Den. Really, really great stuff. Is it? I'll check that yep. out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Dragon's Den. Now, David, let's boil this thing down. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about just going for it and succeeding as an entrepreneur like you have? One of the things that, that I've learned um, is that sometimes you can't just think about it. You just have to go ahead and do it, you know, um, because prior to that, I was always thinking about what I was going to do. And it took me so long to take action because I was always thinking about, um, would it work? Would it not work? Um, who's going to like it? Who's not going to like it? And sometimes you have to just, you have to just throw it to the wind and just do it. You know, and um, as they say, I'm pretty sure you've seen this quote um, somewhere online that an entrepreneur is somebody who jumps off a cliff and builds a plane on the way down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so I've, I've learned to kind of uh, use that analogy, you know, so um, sometimes you just have to go for it and just do it. You know, thinking about it too much will not get you anywhere. So you just kind of have to just go for it and just do it. Speed to market, baby. Now, David, you've got your publishing company, your fragrance line, your champagne company, your mentorship program, lots going on. What does the future look like for you and your businesses? Well, I, I do believe that the future is very bright for me. I do see myself um, financially free, you know, within the next three to four years. I do see myself uh, making at least 50000 a month from my fragrances and 40,000 a month from my champagne. So I do see myself getting there with the right connections and with the right people. Um, I, do my, I do see myself, you know, of course, buying my own house. Um, I, do see, I do see a bright future for myself and sharing my, continuing to share my success with other people, you know, because I kind of feel that success feels much better when you can share it with others, you know, and when you can, um, kind of motivate other people, you know, to uh, become entrepreneurs themselves, or maybe you might inspire somebody to write a book uh, for themselves based on the fact that you wrote a book. 
um, because I know that for me, that's how it happened when I was first starting out. So I do see myself inspiring more people to start businesses or to write books. Um, and I, w- I would say that's pretty much it. You know, I tend to keep it uh, pretty humble. You know, I-, I try not to get caught up in um, the life the lifestyle of uh, entrepreneurship. Although it is very nice and it and it does take a lot of work, but um, but I try not to get caught up in just specifically lifestyle. I try to um, focus more on inspiring others, and then if the lifestyle comes, then it comes. But but I would say my future is pretty bright, or at least I think so. <laughs> we'll certainly follow up, and we'll see how you're doing, man. And I just love the quote, success feels better if you can share it with others. Thanks for sharing that with us. Now, David, if people want to learn more about your businesses and stay connected with you, how can they find you? Sure. Um, well, actually, you can find me a couple of places. Um, my Instagram is laidbackbillionaire. Um, my Twitter is billionaire. Blazer. That's B-I-L-L-I-O-N-A-I-R-E-B-L-Z-R. Um, my Facebook is Kyle's Powerhouse Williams. So K-A-Y-L-E-S. Um, and then Powerhouse is the middle name. And then Williams, which is W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. Um, and you can also find me on YouTube at David Williams. Great stuff, man. This has been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. Thanks for making some time to join us on Bidzy Small Business Society, David. You take care. All right, man. You too. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 